0: together. Thanks
1: for listening to the KC Morning
0: Show. Who's ready to
1: have some fun? Guess what it is today? Get excited
2: about it. Today is National Chocolate Cake Day. Where's that
0: chocolate cake? Love morning cake.
2: We brought a chocolate cake. It's National Chocolate Cake Mm -hmm. Day today. Chocolate is for cake. It's National Chocolate Cake Day. Mm -hmm. National Chocolate Cake Day today. Hey! Give me a slice. Showtime! Everything's running smoothly.
1: Yo, 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 yo! What is going on? My name's Artsell, and this right here, it's your KC Mooney Show. baby. babe, hey, a happy Thursday the KC Morning Hoes. I promise Kitty will be back on the show, but this girl, she's a-moving, and she's a-shaking. She's working today. In fact, y'all should go check out Daisy Lee Vintage and go buy some Ish. Yeah, actually, I take that back. She is Gen Z. She's not looking for any type of human interaction. What am I saying? On your KC Morning Show today, joined by artist and resident of WWE, Rob Schamberger, back on the show, one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite people, and he works for WWE. I mean, that is goals. Those are my actual goals and the royal rumble is this weekend i know y'all know the royal rumble don't pretend like you don't know what the royal rumble is plus smackdown is coming to town over at the t-mobile center on Friday, so maybe go buy some of them tickies. Also on the show today, we have State Senator Jeff Pittman on the Kansas side. He represents District 5. We're talking about axing that food tax. Have you been paying attention? This is a big deal, a big effing deal. That right there, that's your Thursday show, ladies and gentlemen. Back in your feeds tomorrow. Fridays, we have fun. We got some music for you tomorrow. Doing a sports thing with betsided.com's Benny Heiss. Oh, conditions ideal. Conditions ideal for today. 'Cause it's a good day, damn good day, to be a Kansas City, and yeah, always. My name's Hartzell. We'll see ya in the morning. Also, rate and review, much appreciated. Okay,
2: bye. Finally, the Rock has come back to Kansas City. They left the Rock in KC. The KC Morning Show.
1: On your KC Morning Show by popular demand, he is your reigning, hand defending artist and resident for WWE. Yes, World Wrestling Entertainment, aka WWE. And this week, my friends, it is the Royal Rumble. My man is the artist for the wrestlers. Rob,
3: welcome back, brother. <laughs> Thanks for having me back, Hartzell.
1: Now you know it's Rumble Week. Are you ready? No, 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 no. You mean, you mean Rob?
3: Oh, you. Triple
2: H voice.
1: And the answer is yes, I am ready, Rob Schamburger. But can you help get these folks ready? I know you are our, our resident wrestler. Can you tell us what we got going on this week at the
3: Rumble? Well, not just the Rumble, but this Friday here in Kansas City is SmackDown. Oh
1: my gosh, yes, yes.
3: In the business, we call that the go-home show. hmm Before the Rumble, it's going to be at a fever pitch. Everything is going to be wild. Everything is going to be breaking down. I'm imagining someone's probably going to get thrown through a table or something. Naturally. Main event, Roman Reigns going against... Seth freaking Rollins. We've got the women's rumble with a lot of uh, speculation that maybe a certain rowdy Ronda Rousey will be coming back. Don't you tease me, Rob. You know, I don't know anything. I'm just seeing what's making the rounds.
1: If I hear bad reputation coming through the speakers and out comes Ronda Rousey, uh, we call that (laughs) in the business of pop, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a big effing pop.
3: (laughs) And we probably won't see them here in Kansas city, but at the rumble, I think you're going to agree with me that uh, this match might, even outshine all the rest, and that's Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley for the first time ever. to dream match. That's
1: a lot of man meat in the ring.
3: Oh, boy. It's uh, a <laughs> big men slapping meat.
1: <laughs> so, Rob, what do you do on shows like this, especially when WWE comes to town? It's always a big deal. They're at the T-Mobile Center. This is a spectacle. It is pro wrestling. As the artist, I mean, you have such an awesome behind-the-scenes, so without pulling too much of the curtain, <laughs> I mean, what's, what's a day in the life for Rob Schamberger, especially when it's show day.
3: Well, I'm not going to hype it up too much here, but I sit at a card table in the back of the arena. <laughs> and talk to uh, the wrestlers as they go by. I'll have my art prints that they sign that we then sell on uh, the WWE auction website. And uh, those are probably my most popular products because you get the art, you get the wrestler's signature on it. That's all really cool stuff. But like, uh, there's not a lot of uh, uh, glamour to it, Uh, (laughs) which is funny, right? Because like, if you had told me back before I started working with WWE, like, 10 years ago the like, oh yeah, you know, it'll just be another day at work for you. But, you know hanging out with all the wrestlers and everyone is you know they're paying a ticket to see you know you're going to get to know them on a personal level but uh, it'll just be another day at the office
2: <laughs> well so many
1: folks don't realize rob that it is such a production i mean it is sports it is theater it is pyro which is its own lane all by itself there's so much <laughs> that goes in concessions merch you are you're working as a wrestling fan, first and foremost. It's got to feel good, right? Like, you are
3: oh, a part amazing. of the
1: machine, kind of.
3: And seeing the the amount of work that goes into it, like, they're essentially building a city inside of an arena or a stadium two to three times a week. Or, you know, I guess with the house shows, you know, it could be like four to five times a week. Um, it, it, it's amazing. And the crew, like, all day long, they're... Cracking jokes, everyone's getting along. And you can like slowly tell as we get closer to the start of the show, like, People start walking faster. Then they start running. And people are like yelling down the hallway, you know, like uh, getting like all those last minute details right. And because it's a live event, they're making tweaks all the way up to when you see it on your screen or there in person. And watching that happen behind the scenes is astounding, and it makes me want to up my game every time too.
1: Ten years doing this, I cannot believe it's it's been so long rob i mean yeah you know the culture has changed and it's still got more work to do but i'm encouraged as someone who is in the professional wrestling space now to see just you know good folks and good things happening to good people biggie langston man i love biggie that story is just incredible seeing a black champ man that that gives me the feels and the goosebumps and
3: and he beat a black man to get it that's
1: progress baby that's it's amazing progress
3: first
1: time you know wrestling is so much nostalgia and and feels and family too where were you when you were watching the rumble with your dad or your brother or your sister you know or your mom for me the rumble was my first show that i ever saw the royal rumble 2000 the rock won the whole thing triple h versus (laughs) cactus jack when you're backstage rob the kid inside of you has got to be going going wild brother
3: <laughs> there, there have been times for sure for instance uh i hand painted the the jacket that ultimate warrior wore in his final appearance oh, wow. i oh. watched wrestlemania 30 from his box <laughs> i'm friends with edge now um, <laughs> i did a painting together with jeff hardy it's amazing man they're Cool people. Jim Anvil Neidhart's daughter, Natty, is a really good friend to my wife, Katie, and I. It's amazing. We talk about cats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part of the gig? Maybe your favorite part is bringing Katie with you and having the whole family be friends with these wrestlers. And not even just the wrestlers, the rest of the crew, too. There's so much more that you probably do for your job that even the average artist doesn't doesn't do. But it's still worth it for you.
3: I mean, I get to make art for a living that's that's it man it's a thing that i do not take for granted it's a pleasure every day when i'm painting it's almost meditative so like i get to you know like really center myself and and kind of be one with the the universe for a living <laughs> it's beautiful and without like getting into it you know like too dark and deep yeah I, I didn't have the best childhood coming up and a guy like me coming from where I did isn't supposed to be in this kind of place. You don't grow up below the poverty line and end up being one of the most visible artists on earth. It's a pleasure every day and I don't take it for granted at all.
1: Where can these folks go to find your work? I am surrounded by artists in my family. I got photographers, but I still got to say Rob, you may have beat out a couple of my cousins, Rob. That's how much <laughs> I appreciate Suck you, it, brother. Talking cousins. <laughs> where can people go man give us those links and those handles sure
3: my main website is shamburgerlabs.com s-c-h-a-m-b-e-r-g-e-r labs.com uh I've got original paintings, uh, hundreds of different prints there. Also, several different artists that I now distribute prints for as well are listed there. And also, wweshop.com and auction.wwe.com. We've got prints, signed prints, t shirts there. Also, this coming Monday is going to be the 400th episode of Canvas to Canvas on wwe's youtube channel it's the longest running original show they've ever had probably ever will and you get to see me make a painting every week this coming one will be bailey which I don't know if she's returning at the Rumble or not. I hope so. Sure would
1: be nice, wouldn't it?
3: I love the character Bailey. I love Pam, the person who who performs uh, as Bailey. It's uh, a painting I'm very proud of. I picked her specifically to be the 400th episode. And that's 400 uninterrupted weeks. It's unheard of. Even Bob Ross can't do that. You know what? You know what? Here's (laughs) what I want
1: you to do as we we close out this interview. Here's what I want you to do. Rob, Uh I want you to cut a promo on Bob Ross. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i want
3: rob bob ross you might think that you have the most even voice ever for any painter but i do i don't go up i don't go down i stay at one level johnny cash can't even do what i do you can have that squirrel in your pocket you can shake your brushes around it doesn't matter did you ever paint a wrestler does rick flair know your name no do those trees know your name no they don't have brains the wrestlers do what do you got on me Nothing. You might have better hair, but so what? I shave mine off because I don't care. You and I get in a hair versus hair match. I got nothing to lose, brother.
1: (laughs) That's it. That's your your main event right there. That's it. The hologram of Bob Ross taking on Rob Schamburger. And I'm sure there's a table involved. Maybe a ladder.
3: Does that not always hit you? Like the most badass thing that someone could do in a hair versus hair match is shave their head on the way down to the (laughs) ring. They got nothing to lose. That's it. Well, he's ex-military, so I mean, I'm (laughs) going to (laughs) lose. Rob Schoenberger,
1: the artist in resident for WWE. Yes, that WWE, the Royal Rumble happening this weekend. If you got a streaming service, make it Peacock so you can go check out the Royal Rumble and everything else, the WWE. WWE has, you can get just about every bit of content that WWE has ever done is pretty much on Peacock. In fact, didn't Katie, your wife help curate some of this content
3: when you pull up an episode that verbiage that you read on the side that describes what's in there uh she wrote a bunch of those oh, wow. and oh, off wow. the air i'm going to tell you an amazing thing that she did for that project that's going to blow your mind
1: okay that's an abuse over because i want my mind blown rob until next time my brother i love you keep being great and one of these days i'm going to have you paint me like a french maid
3: okay i'll paint you like my french girls
1: we'll chat soon brother
3: all right thanks
4: found is as true as the sunrise it's that i like being on there with hoxley the
2: kc morning show
1: ladies and gentlemen for the first time on your kc morning show he is state senator jeff pitman from district five and you know before we get into this senator i i get people asking me this all the time why do you have so many politicians on your show well i can answer that very simply politicians are also people and i love talking to people and y'all love talking to people as well it just so (laughs) happens that we have the greatest story of us right here in the heartland but i have to admit sir that i have been caught slipping i have not gotten as many of my kansas homies on the show so you're in topeka right now my friend tell us the state of the state of Kansas.
4: Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate being on the show. Pretty excited. You know, when you talk about politicians, I think of uh, a lot of these folks, uh, my colleagues up here, they're really public servants. You know, I represent about 73,000 people. I'm on the uh, east coast of Kansas right there <laughs> on, on the Missouri River with all the glory there. Yeah, I'm up here in, in Topeka and getting ready to go into some committee meetings. We have a big session today planned. And, um, you know, I'm excited about this year. It is an election year for our governor. So you know, that has some uh, implications as well as other folks. That means that we're going to we're going to be moving things pretty quickly. And one of the things I'm hoping that we move really quickly is this uh, this acts the tax, food sales tax, basically abolishing the food sales tax from the state level for all our, our, our work in Kansas. That's a that's a big initiative right now that uh, I know Governor Kelly's got that on her plate. And I've signed up in the Senate along with some of my colleagues. And so we're we're hoping to push that through.
1: Yeah, that was one of the big initiatives that Governor Kelly was pushing in her State of the State address. You you mentioned it just a little bit right there, but Senator, how big is this? I mean, when well, we're talking about food insecurity, food deserts, honestly, That's exactly you, right. and you can even break it down from a demographics perspective from your district, from the state. Yeah, yep. break it down how
4: big this is. Sure. Well, so, you know, I went to the store the other day and I was buying food and we know that our prices are high, whether it's because of COVID, because of worker shortage, because of the short supply of different things, we know that it's common things like bacon or milk, bread, twelve pack of uh Coca-Cola, that was like six or seven bucks the other day at a grocery store. And people are feeling that, you know. I know in my area we have it's kinda it's got some urban urban aspects to it up in Leavenworth and uh, some of the Wyandot area, KCK. We've got folks that, you know, they they, they go paycheck to paycheck and in my district we've got one of the highest in the nation uh, sales taxes on food can be up to 9.5 to 10 percent extra that people are paying and the thing about sales tax in general is it's what's known as a regressive tax what's that mean well It hits those in poverty the hardest. If we're all paying like ten percent on food, and I'm making like a hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever, you know, I might not feel the impact of a a ten percent sales tax on food as much. But when I'm making say twenty thousand or ten thousand dollars a year, all of a sudden I have to I have to pay the same amount as everybody else, and uh, that ten percent is huge for those in the lower income brackets. And so when we're talking about average median uh, income inside of my hometown of 50000 for a, a family of four, that that's impactful. This particular tax, I've worked a number of years trying to push it through uh, with colleagues up here that understand that working people, that those that are struggling, those that have food insecurity, as you were mentioning, they need some relief.
1: I guess the, the willpower to get this done. I mean, the governor, she's passionate about this. I can hear that you are passionate oh. about this. But- Absolutely. In this in this season that we're in, you know, we're talking redistricting. We understand how contentious <laughs> that gets, and so many things that are top of mind. But this should be the topest of mind because this is talking about getting our folks the food they need. How how realistic do you think this is, especially with the governor wanting to get this at least proposed by this weekend?
4: Yeah, she said Kansas Day in the state of the state. I thought that was. Uh... A real bold move, and I appreciate that that she did. You know, with that being said, both sides, just call it Republicans and Democrats, have some incentives now politically to do something right. So we had the Brownback years; we couldn't do it for years. You know, we were pushing this in 2016, 2017, and our budget was just in Kansas was just terrible. We couldn't pay our teachers. We were having problems with our roads, all because of this big Brownback tax plan that had been put in place. And so we came in, we changed those things up. Under Kelly's leadership now, we've got a very stable budget, fiscally responsible policies. And now we actually have a surplus, right? She's something of a, a budget nerd, if you will. And she's <laughs> very, very confident that we can do this. and I am too. And still be able to pay our bills. This could save Kansans, you know, working Kansas about maybe $500 a year. And maybe that doesn't sound like a lot to those making a lot of money. But for some individuals, that could be the difference, uh, you know, week to week in terms of paying their bills and getting out of debt and these other things. The part that keeps me just bashing my head
1: against the table is what you said. We have a surplus. The state of Kansas, there's really no reason why we can't get this done. So I guess I'm trying to figure out what well, would be the argument against this? Are folks across the aisle, the Republicans uh, in the state house, do they not want to see this work? Because then folks will say that this works and there's no reason not to do it i mean i just don't see a con to this senator
4: if we have the money why wouldn't we right mm-hmm. that's my argument <laughs> as well i mean take a look at it if we look at across in missouri you know we've got governor parson who's looking at a 0.1 percent decrease or something like that in on the income tax i would say and which is you know okay but it's like 0.1 that's just so small you know and it's it's on the income tax this is big you know and then, and This impacts so many more people, especially those that really need it. I think that when you look at some of, let's just call it the GOP priorities, they often are looking not at sales tax, not at these regressive taxes, but they typically, I mean, if we look in Kansas, typically they will have supported, you know, big corporate tax breaks or they took away taxes on the LLCs. You know, traditionally how they've uh, attacked Tax reductions, and it's to, you know it's usually for the wealthier folks. Um, you know, when when they did all those tax cuts for Brownback, as an example, there was an initiative to raise in 2015. Uh, they raised the sales tax on food up to the current rate, up to 6.5%. So it's always been looked at. For example, Kelly's opponent Schmidt back in the early 2000s, he was uh, increasing it from you know, four and a quarter or four and a half, four point nine, I think, up to five point three, and they keep pushing into that. And I think that they just don't think about sales tax as that bad of a thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but it, we know it affects the working folks out there. It affects those that are going paycheck to paycheck. And I guess that's just not the same perspective. I don't know. I, I, I don't get it either. We, we should have done this years ago.
1: You can tell a lot about your elected official or just a lot about any of us based off of what they're promoting, what they're pushing. You said it in your last answer, you know, and in, in the Brownback years, the state was pushing for tax cuts for, for rich folks. And and now you, mm-hmm. Senator, you're trying to push for the acts the tax. I guess if we can just pulling back a little bit more about you. Why are you stumping for this? Why does this mean so much to you right now?
4: Well, when I look at um, people around me, I go door to door and I talk to the people in my community um, some of them are military up in Leavenworth, where, where I'm from, and they, they do really well. They're able to go to the commissary and take advantage of that. So many are just working in that, in that bracket of $20,000, 30000 a year. They've got kids making, trying to make ends meet. They're going paycheck to paycheck. They need, they need help. And when they hear the message of, hey, you know what? We'd like to get rid of the food sales tax. They're like, that's a moral thing. That's a money thing. That helps That just helps the constituency that I have. I've got an assistant that's worked with me for years in terms of trying to get a new grocery store in the food desert up up near where I'm at. And there's a number of them around throughout the uh, northeast region. Um, It's a problem. And, you know, this doesn't solve that problem, but it helps. It helps some kind of approach so we can keep the the civility of our, our nation. But we don't have to put that burden constantly on those that are most poor. And we have the opportunity right now to do that. And I really think we can get that done. We can work together, and I think we can. (laughs) If we can move past this partisan division and political uh, rhetoric, we can actually help the people of Kansas, and uh, that's that's what I'm pushing for.
1: Senator Pittman, I got two more questions for you. You got a little bit more time? Yes, sir. All right. Now, I didn't tell you about this one. And Emma, on the (laughs) call, who's with uh, with the senator, I'm sorry, but I got to ask this question. I'm 30. Senator, I'm a millennial. These conversations about what it means to be healthy, holistic health. Yep. And, you know, I'm someone who has battled with anxiety and depression. I've been hospitalized sure. on the Kansas side. You all got some amendments for medical marijuana. Now, again, Absolutely. we didn't we didn't prep this question, Senator. But I guess as we are, you know, having these conversations and as it has been legalized all around the region, especially around the state of Kansas, kind of left out of the good stuff, <laughs> Senator. What I guess <laughs> where, where are we standing here on that?
4: Well, I'm, I'm fully supportive. I mean, let me let me tell you, the. They passed it out of the House. We had a medical marijuana bill. It passed out of the House. Now, you know it has to go out of the House. It has to go out of the Senate, and the governor has to sign it to make it into a law. They passed it out of the House with more than just a simple majority. And they had quite, quite a, uh, a lot of support for it. It went into the Senate, and it got killed by the Senate president. He said, no, 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 we're not going to do this. And he put it into this committee that never meets. So basically, he put it into the trash bin. You can't stop progress just by, you know, putting your head in the sand. And... people of kansas survey them they're widely in support of medical marijuana um, especially given that every single state around us has done something about that maybe recreational is a, a bit more of a push and maybe you know kansas hasn't moved an inch on this so maybe they won't go that far really quickly but we can do this too and i that's another one that i've talked to my colleagues there's a whole series of forces at work that are trying to do that because i'll tell you what you're exactly right people with anxiety have found relief people who um, have seizures? I found relief. I've got veterans that come to me with PTSD and yeah. other states, and they say, "Look, I don't want to get hooked on opioids." And yeah, I know I need to go to, to counseling and some of the other services. It's not a miracle like that, but it helps. It helps in so many different ways. And once again. What are we doing?
1: <laughs> that could be the theme of the episode, Senator. once again. Tom,
4: what are we doing?
1: I got, I got one more question. This one we're gonna end on a positive note. Okay. Well, you tell me if we're going to end on a positive note, Senator, are you encouraged? Are you encouraged right now as you're sitting in Topeka? Are you encouraged to be a representative from the fifth District of Kansas? I mean, what keeps you what keeps you driving to work every day?
4: I'm excited because I see opportunity. Our state, especially, The Kansas City region in Kansas and in Missouri, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a growth engine of Kansas. It's where things are happening. People are coming here. Businesses are coming here. I'm excited. I I take an approach like we have got to work together as public servants of our our constituents. I represent, like I said, 73,000 folks out there. They deserve a voice that can work with Republicans, with Democrats, with the governor and with local government and with all the different groups that are out there can make a difference. And that's exciting to me. That's what makes me excited, is that I think that if we get away from all the rhetoric, all the negativity, that's what excites me because we can work together and we have got so many opportunities and we can make a difference. We individually can make a difference and we as public servants of the people can make a difference. We just got to get past the, the political rhetoric, the hatefulness, and the negativity and we can come together and work on ideas. We don't always agree, but we can make good things happen. And that's what excites me. Well,
1: Senator Pittman, help us get there. Yeah? Can you help us get to that yes, place we want to be? I- hey,
4: doing what I can do.
1: <laughs> senator Jeff Pittman, he is your state senator from the great state of Kansas district five and fingers crossed let's let's make some headway on this we're going to try to axe the food tax over on the kansas side senator yes, where sir. can these folks go to find you they want to reach out maybe want to volunteer or, or maybe they've just got some thoughts they want to email their senator where do they go?
4: absolutely uh great places uh my email's jeff j-e-f-f that's my first name uh at vote pitman v-o-t-e-p-i-t-t-m-a-n.com also i've got a senate email jeff.pittman at senate ks.gov and um you know you can go to my website votepitman.com. Uh, i've got a facebook twitter instagram all that sitting out there glad to have you guys engaged glad to engage with the public uh, find more ideas and uh, and hear what you're thinking
1: the tiktok is coming soon yes senator <laughs>
4: you know it i'm not lost in the
0: supermarket you can no longer shop happily i special out there. I wasn't born so much as I fell out Nobody seemed to notice me We had a hedge back home I'm all tuned in, I see all the programs, I save coupons for packets of tea, I've got my Giants in the supermarket. I can no longer shop happily. I came in here for the special offer. A county personality.